You're listening to the Center Sage podcast. Good morning everybody and welcome to the Center Sage podcast, the podcast where we learn about uh, modern day sages and uh, maybe they share a little bit about what they're really good at. Uh today I have Ms. Deepthi Bhaskar, theater artist extraordinaire, um chef and all-around nice person. Deepthi, you look very beautiful today, but uh, you also look a little <laughs> you also look a little nervous. We've known each other now 3 and a half years. Yes, uh, but uh, we haven't recorded all our conversations. What do you mean? I've been secretly recording everything we <laughs> Every one of our interact. Yeah, sorry, I'll get to that later. <laughs> Shit, it's not the best way to start my very first pilot podcast. But you know what? Yeah, here we go. Uh, the podcast is about sharing, right? It's about being who you are. Yeah. So I am a recording creep, apparently. But anyway, uh, so yeah. So Deepthi, you look a little nervous, uh, but as a theater personality, I'm just curious. since you have to perhaps uh, act a lot in front of people who you don't know you have to play a part uh, yeah. do you still feel nervous about things like this every um, single time every single time yeah. you get on stage yeah because um, every time we, we meet a new audience it's going to be different no matter how much you've rehearsed uh, in a room with a bunch of people you do the same things over and over and over again and you come back on stage and do the exact same things but the energy that the people bring in and the fact that you're aware that people are watching you put putting you in a spot is a little overwhelming still and it happens every time and i think nervousness is always a great thing because um you make an effort to be more available to be more present to be more uh, you know in your body in your awareness mm-hmm. um, you know when you're aware that you're nervous that you're going yeah. to like if you're too overconfident <laughs> i mean at least i have experienced cocky. that when I'm, yeah it's it's simply cocky and it's like yeah you're like ha it doesn't make a difference so you go do whatever you do and come back and it almost becomes mechanical like yeah. you're not feeling yeah. the rush you're not feeling whatever so yeah i i, I I'm glad that I feel nervous every single time and okay yeah and does this maybe depend a little bit on the character that you're playing what if you're playing a super cocky character uh, in the world of character acting or method acting no matter what like um even if i'm doing even even if i'm doing an absolute cocky bastard or <laughs> even if i'm playing a nervous person on stage yeah. uh it's not naturally how i'm feeling at that moment necessarily mm-hmm. like i might have had a fuck all day and you know gone for rehearsal and then for a show and uh, you know it's work to bring yourself to you know um it's a different kind of presence like it's it's literally uh, wearing a mask or allowing another another um an alternate reality to take over in some sense and being able to allow that to happen is is what's scary like it's not so much about going and doing what you're good at on stage but um you know allowing something to like to be so fully mm-hmm. in you or yep. 
you know to let yourself fully be taken away for those few moments and not feel anything that you are like all the baggage that you come with for those few yeah. moments are just gone and like it's such a difficult thing to you know like even for a moment if you want to believe that you're happy but you're so like you're so occupied with all of these other things that you're experiencing in life in general yeah. that this gets yeah so really. i mean it's not a it's not a job job right like when yeah. people go to work they say oh my god i need to concentrate productivity blah 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 so yeah. when you're on stage is your mind just focusing on one thing is that uh, at least like an exam hall where there's uh, dinchik puja playing okay that's just me <laughs> but uh, is it like is it a place where your mind is at full concentration do you still have a uh, scope or do you have, still have the space for distractions and other thoughts what happens no, behind there there's curtains. absolutely i mean i can't i can't imagine being distracted not even by, by intrinsic pores <laughs> no i would yeah i mean oh it would then be a part of what i'm doing probably as much i mean it wouldn't be a distraction anymore it'll be a part of what i'm doing so you're saying it will manifest in how you act on stage yeah absolutely it will like either i will respond to whatever i'm hearing in mm-hmm. in in the uh, along with how i'm feeling at that moment okay. like if i'm playing a cocky character and dinchik puja plays yeah. and maybe it lightens me up fully on stage go, like i'm just randomly break into like a dance or something like i don't know yeah. uh, but uh, yeah it's an amazing work of art dinchik pujas <laughs> Indeed. Oh my god. Okay, right. this is the first time I'm actually speaking about Dinchak Puja. Dinchak. <laughs> okay. uh, excuse me, okay? We've got some standards on this show. So, we so, respect uh, great musicians. Puja. Yes. Uh, that's great. Uh, so, Deepthi, we've known each other now 3, 3 and a half. Yeah, I would say 4 years, yeah, right? 4 years. 4000 years. Sure. We've known each other. Indeed. When we climbed out of uh, as lizards <laughs> when we climbed out of that pool of uh, lava water we were holding hands yeah it's oh been a God. fantastic journey evolving from monkeys together to <laughs> yeah it's been really nice uh, but uh, yes. fun fact is that you were trained as a carnatic vocalist for yes. the last many years yeah for the last eight. many years yeah. since you were okay that makes it around Okay, let's not I yeah, you know what I'm not going to the okay, thank you. I'm so glad I didn't have to say that. But uh yeah, so how did how did that transition happen or how did it branch or into acting as well? Is it similar or is it different? I mean, uh for me music is still my home turf in that sense. Home girl. Yeah. Got music. <laughs> And uh, Carnatic classical happened to me very, very, very young in life, and uh, I think when I was in my twelfth standard, and all these school productions, I'd always act and dance and sing. So, um, yeah, in that sense, I've I've been on stage since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think when I came to twelfth standard, and I was studying science, and I hated it. Yeah. I made a decision that uh, I would want to pursue music going forward and uh, the Christ had uh, performing arts where I had to study the first year you have the to cool study the cool kids <laughs> uh, 
Um, no, the most <laughs> okay. the most exhausted kids we used to always sleep in class. Uh, it was quite fucked. All the teachers except for our performing arts teachers. They said this is the worst batch I've ever yes. seen. <laughs> to yes. every batch. Don't sit in the first bench and fall asleep. Go sit in the end. Is this a fish market? <laughs> Dude, I swear, not even funny. Yeah, so I think that's when theatre happened to me. Like theatre, theatre happened to me, and uh, I haven't stopped. I've, I mean. I'm more interested in doing music for theater mm-hmm. than I am in acting. To be absolutely honest, I'm still learning as a as an actor. I would say I have a long, long way to go. Not that I would don't as a musician, but um, I know my shit. Like in at some level, I'm able to say that I know my shit as a musician. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but something about theater, like also. Um, theater artists performers are a lot more they romanticize things a lot more and it's like this uh, it's it's a dreamy space to be music is very real um, and I like the dreaminess that theater offers and it allows me kind of uh, drift away and go into a different reality not that music doesn't mm-hmm. but it's a very like it's a very different kind of high uh, when I do music as opposed to theater. Yeah. That's that's quite interesting. Yeah. yeah, that's I've never thought about music that way. But do you think that's because uh, you studied music formally and you feel the need to kind of adhere with uh, with what's right and what's wrong? And the reason for that is because I studied music as well yeah. for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, most of my 4,000 years on this planet with you has been studying music. Uh, but now whenever I listen to music, I always think about if it follows the rules, if it's correct. Yeah. If there's like a, a boop in the middle, then I think, oh, wait, wait a minute, that doesn't really figure into yeah. uh, the notation. Yeah. Yeah, where's the tempo on that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, somebody's made a boo-boo. <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, so that's why even until now I enjoy music. I enjoy a lot of different kinds of music, but I'm very critical. And I'm also, whenever I listen to something, I don't, you can just pick up a guitar and start humming it, right? And then you could really transcribe an entire song. Uh, But for me, it's more about, no, I should look at the notation. I should look at the tempo. I should look at this, quavers and crotchets and this and that. But do you think maybe that's uh, that's also influenced you in terms of... Um, I think so. But also I'm not at all... I'm very bad at the tec- yeah. technicality of music. Okay. Like if you ask me what note I'm singing, I won't yeah. be able to say. Like, yeah. But I know that I can sing. And, uh, yep. Like, yep, you can for sure. <laughs> yeah, you are a really, really good singer. Most people are really floored. Uh, I'm serious. It's, Thanks, it's amazing. Marvin. That's your generous. Um, but yeah, I think mm, something about music, like it's 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 very comfortable for mm-hmm. me, but theater is not. Like it's very uncomfortable. Ah, okay, that I, is interesting. Yeah, yeah, I I feel very like out of my uh, comfort zone while I'm doing theater. I like it, and, and you I enjoy like that. It. You yes. enjoy pushing yourself. Outside. I love pushing myself, which is why I'm also I'm. I'm, I'm ventured into trying to learn some contemporary dance also because it allows my body show up better for theater like um, dance really gets you to focus on and really look at 
understand how my body likes to move mm-hmm. what it likes mm-hmm. to do and what it can and cannot do and and i've been in the last two and a half months i've realized that i can do so much more than i have ever done in my entire life wow. so yeah i think uh, as an artist i would i would recommend people try everything okay and of course like that there, there has to be one thing that mm-hmm. you know that you're good at and that, yep. that you want to go ahead and continue to do for however long yep uh, but try and really 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 um touch the different so you're saying experiment uh, yeah experiment, experiment of course you explore have to experiment, experiment okay yeah. i should start okay, yeah, yeah. That's all right all right yeah. that's that's quite cool so at in 12th grade you decided you know what science sucks like let's be honest i hate uh, science yeah, yeah. i i've got a very complex relationship <laughs> with science uh, but that's just me that's, in most yeah, things yeah that's me most of uh, yeah uh, yes yeah, so, but uh, what did your i mean i don't know i'm just curious what did your parents say oh how did how did it wh- I, you know because what i'm imagining is you know how you imagine people come out of the closet and they say mom and dad please sit down <laughs> i've got something to say it's uh, i like science <laughs> i'm uh, i i hate science <laughs> this is true this is me accept me as i am it but they're like, like no that. it actually was uh, very very much coming like out of the that. closet yeah because in i love the arts they're like no anything but the arts <laughs> don't say that we can cure you deepthi yeah this this is like either do science or don't do anything at all i'm like how does that make sense dude like i have to do something in life and i'd rather do what something i i love doing and uh, it was quite a challenge like i discontinued the course after one year at christ yeah performing arts uh, which was more uh, which added to the pressure because yep. oh you stopped you didn't finish what you started mm-hmm. um like for performing arts they were okay because i i did very very badly in my 12th okay uh and i've been good at studies yep. and the uh, the drop was like insane and they couldn't quite take it yeah so they they like okay tere ko jo karna hai karo and uh, i decided to do performing arts and that didn't work out very well and i quit but eventually i started to freelance as an artist like Ooh. alongside college that is really interesting yeah so uh, i joined jyotinivas and like college i was with yeah <laughs> yeah the only reason i joined the college is uh, it's cool it, it no. was a cool college um sure um there's like amazing momos <laughs> everywhere don't make me talk about jnc but uh, <laughs> that's literally what you're doing i didn't even mention jnc <laughs> Well, uh, sure, yeah. But it gave me a lot of time. My college hours were from 8:30 a.m. to 2:30, and I bunked a fuck ton, and uh, paid and wrote all my exams because I had really fuck all attendance. Um, but that's when I I really got to do a lot of theater and specifically music for theater. Mm-hmm. I used to go back to Christ and work with my friends and yeah. my seniors who yeah. were directing plays, directed music for a couple of them. Yeah. And. Uh, Yeah and they saw that I'm really really interested in uh, music and and yep. doing yep. music for theater. You are, yeah. They I think they've come to terms with it now. I mean it's been 7 8 years since wow. I started uh since I was in GNC but mm-hmm. um it took them a lot of time 
but at the end of the day they see what it means to me i mean they it's still a little bit of a struggle because um finances are fuckled yes but um yeah i mean i know it'll get better and it already is it it takes time it takes a lot of work yes. it takes persistence and uh, and some day you'll be fully happy like i'm definitely one of the happiest people i know in life honestly like i don't know too many happy people mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, i think that's i that's all i really care about and and some day some day it'll get better yeah so just on that how is how has things changed in the last 10 years for the theater scene in bangalore because yeah 10 years is a long time right it's a it's a decade yeah. Yeah. Uh, and how do you think what's changed how has it changed uh, how is the opportunity f- for someone who's in 12th grade right now yeah. and says fuck science it yeah. sucks it's i want to go and do performance arts uh, what is i think it's great like uh, i mean it's not ideal yet but uh, it's it's really nice that people have started introducing theater and the arts in general in schools and parents are more open to the idea of arts and uh, you know they're they're interested in having their children learn something That's other great. than other than you know studying in a school and schools are also kind of trying to although i is the quality of theater or the quality of music or whatever they're teaching is uh, questionable <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no it really Why is are they, i mean they again throw back to dichik puja are they teaching I mean, her songs uh, or is it bollywood no it's it's the kind of also theater artists like people who really want to create work and yeah. want to do a lot of art aren't particularly interested in teaching yes. which is a problem also mm, because an... like uh, it's a very convenient way to even make money okay correct like, it's a steady source of yeah, income right yeah it is like you go and and uh, work with a school and mm. teach through the year and you yep. know this much paisa is coming so you don't really so when are you really going to create work ah, like okay. so you get stuck in a very comfortable environment and yeah. you can no longer and also like the problem is when they don't people don't try to go out and learn more for themselves yeah. you know so currently i'm working with the school uh Yay. i'm helping them direct some work for their annual day That's which nice. again like is a gig that i'm doing because i need yeah. some money absolutely um it's a small like Three, three and a half hour engagement, which mm-hmm. works great. But I see how, like, they're normal, like regular teachers, math teachers, science yeah. teacher. Uh, one of them is my teacher from childhood, Kannada, Kannada teacher. But what's <laughs> funny is nice. that, you know, nothing has changed. Like they're still teaching the same things to students that we learned, and yeah. the same way of teaching. Yeah. The kids these days are different. Like they've they have access to the internet. Yeah, so, they grew up with the internet. Yeah, exactly. Right? They, they were born this, to the uh, internet, exactly. like literally. And uh, it's, I mean, a lot has changed, and you guys are just stuck. And the the worst part is their standards. Mm-hmm. The measure of standards mm-hmm. is themselves. Like 
they are there <laughs> i am my own king yeah and <laughs> and there's nothing beyond it like yeah. they don't not i i wouldn't ask them to compare themselves with yeah. someone else yep. but the fact that there's so much else out there there's so much more out there to go and try to learn like yeah beyond what's know? in that textbook yeah. what that line of text is right and exactly. and yeah also that's with the teachers but i think what's more important is that you are in a sense shaping the future of the country exactly. because the future of the country is going to be led by the future leaders of society the future leaders of society are sitting right in front of you exactly. in uh, kanada class exactly so it's uh, i mean it, there is a there is a waterfall kind of an effect an avalanche that goes on with the education system a lot of people complain about the state of the country right yeah. and the answer to that i would say is not 100% in the classroom but a large chunk of shaping someone's mind yeah. uh, apart from having that uh, that i guess push and nudge at home yeah. it's primarily in school yeah. in schools poor kids spend most of their day at school first of all that is fuck all correct but uh, like also if this is what they are going to be learning uh, you are so scared like you can't tell kids the truth like they're so afraid of telling them the truth yeah. the realities of what the world is like today and then you graduate and then, 12th standard yeah and, and then like, you're just thrown into this this really strange this really washing machine of fuck all world okay, wait, not wa- <laughs> that's okay that's a bad, <laughs> not, uh, yeah strange world yeah but and uh, yeah. you have no idea you're mm-hmm. you're really struggling and that's that for me is a very sad thing because as an adult mm-hmm. as as a teacher or as a parent it is your responsibility to tell them the truth yes to tell them what is really happening yes and some kids are curious so they find out on their own the but experimenters yeah but more often than not kids just go and learn whatever they're great at imitating they're great and li- at listening to you monkey so see monkey do it yeah so really like you have so much power yeah And that's true you're misusing it oh you know? yeah maybe you're just But yeah you're just not you're ignorant exactly. i'm sorry i'm going to call it out and say you're ignorant you yeah. don't give a fuck and that's a problem so at least with teachers or how that's concerned uh, when you were in performance arts right when you yeah. were studying this course yeah. how was just to shift gears a little how was it in university vis-a-vis or compared to your teachers in school was it more aligned did it help you land gigs it in did. university it did uh, again university mein um, regular classes were very normal and mm-hmm. but it was really nice that the teachers were curious themselves the teachers used to make effort um, to read to learn to speak to us and yeah. s- and hear our stories our experiences and a lot of you know it, and and what made us be able to speak about how what's happening in our lives and um, what our experiences are truly are like because we did theater like we're so used to not speaking about our emotions or yeah the, you know Rolling as as children up. like we just we we were, i don't think how was your day is a question i've heard like teacher did that teacher did this and that's all the conversation is about how are you feeling like i don't i do, i can't remember how many times i've been asked that question unless i'm crying or you know i've gotten beaten in class and i've mm. come back or yep. some shit yep. like that you know yep. so we don't really know how to express ourselves yes. and uh, theater really 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 helped us with that and also yeah like 
it's so important it's such an important thing True. i i forgot your question sorry yeah no it was more about um how were the teachers in terms of being receptive to the general market to being receptive to uh, their ability to influence students minds compared to school and did that perhaps help you when you just started off uh, did that help you land gigs it did a lot of uh, so my theater teacher i continued to work with him after i finished college as well yeah because uh, it was a form i i wanted to do it, mm-hmm. it's called playback theater and yes. uh, we have done a couple of gigs i mean um yeah some fantastic ones that, <laughs> that you have well. also yeah. come to and said masala dosa <laughs> masala dosa the biggest <laughs> dilemma of my life yeah, yeah. so um so there are times that the teachers help you find gigs also because they're aware of like exactly. where you're coming from exactly. what the fuck is happening with your life and everything i mean that's again uh it's been really helpful i mean my teachers from college are people i who are now friends yeah. who are going to be a part of my life for a long long time the, it's it's very different also i i had the privilege of studying in a good university mm-hmm. um with the best faculty with the best people yes um with a lot of uh, like we had access to a studio we had access to you know good um good books good everything yeah so that again comes at a cost and how many how many people can really afford it is another True. question so True. yeah i am a very privileged person and yes i did have great people to support me uh, and it was very very different from school where i was just yeah yeah so what i take is that teachers kind of introduced you to the market and gave you the first push or the first Absolutely. showed you the first step of the sure. platform right yeah. uh but since you got introduced to this entire scene how is it changed has it grown over time has it are there more opportunities yeah now everybody in bangalore does theater <laughs> which which is a good and a bad thing i okay. mean uh, so if you look at look at the times of india the the bangalore times you have like a Never ton seen of that, events happening uh, that's a very shady newspaper <laughs> excuse me it's got it okay. has a list of events that are happening in bangalore so okay this too much uh, work being put out hence or i don't know i don't know how many people really care about quality anymore yeah so um, well it's always it's always again debatable mm-hmm. um it's great that more people are are finding a voice are finding you know spaces that that is uh, willing to host them yeah. like that that has also been a problem now there are n number of spaces alternate theater spaces also mm-hmm. that are happy to host newer younger people who want to tell stories you know yeah. um but again and we have enough people also for an audience but it's not it's never enough yeah uh, and also not in i mean i would say Uh, the number of people who come out to watch theater has increased oh, in the last good. over that's the last good. 10 years um but uh, yeah i mean we have a long way to go still um and the quality some some people's quality of work also has you know like 
is much better and people are are more willing to take risks people are yeah. more willing to say uh, uncomfortable things ah, on stage okay. you know uh, it's no more uh, romeo juliet it's no yes. more like it's 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 not pretty anymore got it it's real. It's, it's real it's ugly it's it's sloppy it's yeah it's it is what it is and that's what i'm really liking about what's happening currently in bangalore specifically um and and outside mm-hmm. um, it's it's always so important to hear um i mean perspective sure. of course but uh, to he- to hear it as it is like i don't think uh spaces were comfortable hosting yeah. performances like this over and what about uh, the audience itself were they comfortable has it changed over time it has it really has like i know that if i took my parents to watch um something a while back yeah. that that has anything um obscene or anything anything out of the box got it uh they wouldn't be as comfortable as they are, as they are today today yeah and uh, they're also like some people diana idu is somebody i really really look up to she does this performance called uh, red dress wale ladki okay it's one of the most powerful performances i've watched my entire life yeah uh, she speaks about women and all the shit that we put ourselves through yeah and it's never been told mhm so really yeah. you know and for me that is progress and it's great and we are in a great mm-hmm. place right now and you did the vagina monologues as well right yeah that's been happening for a while now okay. but also like uh, it's again the, the kind of writing it's it's set yes. it's uh, it's uh, it's so. now it's safe okay now the script of vagina monologues is a very safe script to take and and perform mm-hmm. uh it's again talking about things that uh, not necessarily comfortable but uh, are okay to be talked about okay. in today's age right? right there's so much more shit happening now yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, wait there's more yeah <laughs> this shit keeps like growing and uh, expanding yeah and expanding, expanding so shit. more more conversations bring uh, you know bring all of this to light and it's great like it's great we're in a very 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 good space of course we can go much further but i don't want to be like yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay what about production value like has are people investing larger in plays or is there yeah like now, compared to 10 years ago of course and uh, you could probably do a play in like 10 grand 20 20000 mm-hmm. 10 years ago now you need a lot more money mm-hmm. uh, because if you want to perform in a good space which people have heard of and you know that you'll get a kind of audience that yeah. you're looking for uh, you have to be also ready to shell out money uh it some spaces cost you 35 grand for a weekend okay. to to ha- to just rent the space and then you have to think about the costumes the sets paying the actors because i and this is one thing i'm really grateful for 
that people are finally finally paying the actors it's yeah. not we've done free work our entire fucking lives and it's not cool sure, and now yeah. people are voicing it and saying like hey i can't afford to do free work live, and that's right? one of the things yeah. that i say anybody asks me if i'm available and like how much are you paying me yeah it's one of the first questions that i ask people because it's important it you need to ask uh so yeah you do need a lot of money if you want to produce a film uh, sorry a play you need a good amount of money yeah it's right. not it's not just how many soch liya main kar dungi aise i mean it's still possible it's not that theater is impossible to do without yeah without investment but you know it's always going to be much better if you if you can and the the fuck up is not enough people are funded you know there okay. are some really beautiful theater makers who probably need some support financially yeah. and uh, it's an industry by itself right yeah, there's going exactly. to be so many depending uh, it's so sad that we don't have funding yeah like i think there's one uh, ifa india foundation for arts okay. which is the only uh, company that funds uh, theater Mm-hmm. at this moment at mm-hmm. least from what i understand in bangalore okay but i mean that's something we need money for so what the fuck is the government doing like you fund everything yeah you fund really fuck all ideas mm-hmm. what are you what are you how are you supporting theater arts or how are you supporting the arts yeah it's an important question to ask i think the bigger question here is does the government want to support arts and free thinking and and ideas But that's a very different discussion. I think yeah. that's a big rabbit hole to go down. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we've spoken about the past a little, a lotle, a lotle. <laughs> and uh, what about the future? What do you What do you think is going to become better? And what And where do you think you're going to be in this wonderful future? I have finally decided to create my own work. Yes. So <laughs> uh, venturing into direction is uh, where i'm at and where i see myself going mm-hmm. over the next year and more um and the arts in general i only have like so much so much hope for um because also because i know my the people that i'm working with the my contemporaries and the people that i really really admire and look up to yeah are all here and are all here and are going to create wonderful work and i know that so many more people with great intention are are slowly mustering the strength and courage to venture into the arts got it so um, it's great and there's so much opportunity there's so much support like i i feel like even people who don't believe in your work mm-hmm. come out and watch your theater because simply for the fact that they want to support the arts yeah. sometimes yeah. um because the intention is what people are coming out for got it and i think that's a great space to be and it's it's also heartwarming when my parents say hey i want to go watch a play as yeah. opposed to say hey, and I friends wanna... yeah and and, and friends. friends of course yeah. thank uh, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i didn't mention friends but you've been coming to watch this. my performances for a while now thank you stupid happy <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i mean yeah i have a lot of hope for 
for the coming days. Yes. Okay. That's that's great, Deeps. Uh, thank you so much. I think that was really insightful. I would say because uh, I think it's really cool how the theater scene has evolved over time. Yeah. And that's how it should be, right? That's how all industries should get bigger, better. Yeah. And uh, coming to your next show for sure. What is your next show? So everybody who's listening can. Um, I mean, that's one other person. <laughs> Hi, Ma. But. <laughs> but <laughs> no, I'm sure more people are listening to it. Um, so I've put along uh, along with this friend Akash. I've put this piece together. It's not a theater piece. It's music. Um, we've put together an hour-long performance of lullabies. So we just sing lullabies and mm-hmm. people can lie down or dance or move or do whatever they feel like in the comfort and safety of a dark room. And uh, yeah. I would love to break dance. <laughs> yes, you're welcome to. Or what if I twerk in the middle of your performance? Go crazy. I'll be twerking while you're that singing would lullabies. Be only just you, but sure. Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> You're going to be alone there, ma'am. That's the story of my life, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, I I will post. You can follow me on Instagram. Drop uh, it. Dot Paskar, and uh, the page for... And the performance is called Songs of Sleep. So you can follow us on Instagram and we will keep you posted about our upcoming shows. And we'd love to sing you to sleep. Please come. All right, you heard our ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that was a lot of fun, Deeps. That was uh, yes, I that was fantastic. All right. Oh wait, we're still recording. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. All right, guys. So this is something that I've been working on, and there's going to be more soon. So let me know what you think, my friend and yours, Deepti Baskar, everybody. Bye. Thank you. See ya. Bye.